I've always believed that there were several planes of existence. And we as human beings inhabit only one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal Podcast. This is Season 2. Yes, Season 2. Oh, man. I'm up bright and early. Got me a nice cup of coffee. Kind of stuffy this morning. It's uh, weather's goofy on the east here. One minute it's cool, next minute it's cold, next minute it's hot. Really weird. We've been in a drought here lately, so... Um, uh, things have been a little weird weather-wise, but, you know, we're pushing through it. So, I'm here. Got me a nice hot cup of coffee on this Sunday morning. Paranormal sit-down. I uh, don't, don't have a guest with me today. I was going to have uh, a guest on, but uh, I didn't want to wake him up. So, it's just me riding solo, talking about paranormal things. Some of our upcoming events, uh, we will be going to the Gettysburg Battlefield Bash. That's coming up in July 14th, 15th, and 16th. We will be at that event. We will have a vendor table. We won't be speaking at that event this year, but next year we will be speaking at it. Um, it's going to be a blast. There's a lot of good paranormal folks going to be there, people that are the regular average paranormal investigator that I really like that. I like that uh, Pam Berry has uh, and her husband have designed this Paracon geared toward paranormal investigators, which is you know the average paranormal investigator, people that are out there doing it every weekend during the week. I mean, we spend a lot of time doing this. We spend a lot of our time going out and talking to people, trying to help families and kids and. All these things are, are important. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, um, it's not just like you see on the TV shows. It's it takes a big part of our lives up, and and we've uh, we're out there doing it, and we've definitely have to have a good a good you know, rapport with people and the community. So I, I really like this this paranormal this paranormal conference, this Paracon, this Gettysburg Battlefield Bash. That's coming up in July. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear some of the stories and uh, events that some of these other paranormal investigators and their evidence, what they've captured. I think that's very important that we share that kind of information and uh, try to learn from it. You know, I'm hoping that these uh, a lot of these paranormal people don't have a huge ego. Uh, I don't think they do from the people that I've met. 
thus far, they've been very, very cool. I've talked to them online and on Facebook, and oh man, they've been actually very, very cool. <clears throat> Excuse me, a little stuffy this morning. Um, but I, I think everything's going to go really well with this this Paracon. It's my first time being there, so uh, I'm very excited. Me and Tom will be there. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be very cool. Um, we actually have another event coming up in September. We're going to be at the Hell House Paracon. We'll have a vendor table. We will be up there with Anna Marie Manello talking with our book, you know, uh, The Unholy Structure with her, based on a case files from the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society. So if you're uh, in a neighborhood up there, stop up and uh, grab a book and check out our uh, case file on the uh, the Unholy Structure. That's one of our case files. I'll uh, sign the book for you, and Anna will sign the book for you. It's a really good book. She uh, went into a whole lot of depth with it, and uh, we are going to be working on another project with Anna here real shortly, getting out another book. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're in the works with it. Uh, just in the beginning parts of maybe sitting down and talking with her about one of our cases, and uh, she's going to write another book about it, so that's going to be very cool. It's going to be fun. And we have another event coming up in November. We're going to do the uh, the Haunted Fort Mifflin uh, investigation. We already have a good bit, good, good bit of people signed up for it. We have about 20 people almost signed up for it already, so... This is going to be good if you you know you want to go to Fort Mifflin, you want to experience some paranormal events. Fort Mifflin's the place. It's very very haunted. A lot of a lot of deaths happened during the uh, though actually it was a a war that saved America there. You know a little battle that saved America right there. That battle of Fort Mifflin, and we're going to be up there at the time when the battle was going on. So activity might be active. You know that's going to be in November third. 2023 this year so if you want to go reach out to our website log on to our website and check out uh you can go to www.harrisburgareaparanormal.com click on to the uh, fort mifflin investigation and uh, it'll send you a link to uh, tom muller which is our case manager and uh, he'll give you all the information and you can pay right there so uh it's going to be very very cool we're charging uh, money to get into it, but it's costing all of us money to get into it. So we are going to be supplying uh, coffee and drinks and snacks, and uh, we're actually going to get some shirts made. And uh, everyone that buys a ticket is going to get a shirt, a paranormal investigation shirt. So it's going to be pretty cool. So definitely uh, check it out and uh, go to our website, www.harrisburgareaparanormal.com, and check it out. So, this Sunday's Paranormal Sit-Down, we're just going to be talking uh, cool paranormal stuff. I got a case right now that I'm doing. I've been doing it for a while. Uh, it was a Tapp family case. It's up in Clingerstown. Um, very cool, very cool place, and uh, activity has seriously ramped up lately. Definitely talking about this today because it's been a lot of interesting things. Uh you know, when we first started investigating this case, uh, this was brought to us by the Taps family, and um, it was it was interesting. It wasn't a whole lot of activity at first, 
But now that we've been really digging into it, investigating it, and researching it, um, not a lot of not a lot of things in the research that we're coming up with that would explain why the house is haunted. Um, what's strange is, you know, when we first went there, we had a few, you know, a few weird things happening. Not not a whole lot of things, but now as we're progressively investigating it and they're they're having a lot more experiences with well, the initial case was we got a uh an email from the taps family and uh was basically saying you know our house has activity you know we're having this we're having that and one of you know the family members was attacked by an unseen force not really attacked but uh, it was his first time in the house. It was the the, the brother of the the person that's uh, that has the house, and it's his first time in the house. He's just spending the night with his brother, and you're downstairs sleeping. They start hearing footsteps. They start hearing uh, knocking on the walls and stuff. And he he gets you know the brother gets scared, so he goes upstairs, gets his brother. His brother comes downstairs. And they both start hearing a knock, and they both start hearing the footsteps. And uh, the younger brother gets scared, and he's like, I'm, I'm getting out of here. And he goes to the front door, and something grabs him, grabs him by the shoulder, and spins him around back into the house as he was trying to exit the house. So, excuse me, um, that's an interesting thing. Uh, he got physically touched and grabbed and pulled around. And it did leave uh, marks on his shoulder. It left uh, like it was like it looked like like fingerprints almost, or like scratches or something. It was weird. It was really red, from what I seen in the pictures. And it definitely looked like he got grabbed, and he was definitely shaken up. He was crying and things like that. He just couldn't understand what what was going on. So our uh, initial investigation, not a lot of things happened. We had a few things happen that you know could have been paranormal. Uh, we had had another group, another new team that was with us, but we don't really deal with them anymore. So, um, they were investigating for a while, and you know, we had gave it to them. They wanted we would give them to a frack, but you know, things didn't work out. So, we took the case and just kept investigating, investigating. We've been investigating, so um, things have probably gotten more and more footsteps banging, knocking on the walls uh, throughout the whole house. And we just did a thing with Penn Live. Penn Live came up and, and shot a a video with us and, uh, you know, of uh, you know, haunting, you know, about haunting things in Pennsylvania. And it was pretty interesting. It was fun. And we did have a couple of experiences when we were there. We heard, I heard a voice. I let her hear it. And, you know, uh, Claudia, she was the reporter. I let her hear it. She said, oh, my God, I didn't hear that. I was like, yeah, and this is how these things will hide within the ambient noises of, you know, just us talking. You'll hear, you know, voices come in as we're talking. It'll talk over you sometimes while you're talking. You don't hear it, but on the recordings, it picks, it picks it up. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was plugged in. We were standing in the dining room, and all of a sudden I hear a, a voice, of sounds like a female, that says, get out. And no one heard it but me. Because I was plugged into the recorder doing a uh, live EVP. They call it, I call it plugging in, but everybody in the paranormal field calls it live EVP now. 
So I hear it. I said, yeah, I just heard a voice. It was really low, but I heard a voice say, like, get out. So she said, can I hear it? I was like, sure. So I play it back, and I let her hear it. She's like, oh, my God. I, I hear it. I hear definitely hear it in there. I was like, yeah, it says get out. Right? She's like, yeah, I hear it. And uh, it, it, it's fun to see somebody that's not a believer become a believer. You know, right then and there, she was like, oh, my God, there's definitely another voice that we didn't hear. And you can actually see it on the video. We're talking. No one hears it. And I'm like, whoa, what's this voice? And you see no one says anything, but I hear it. And uh, it's interesting. It's it's cool. It's it's a really cool phenomena. You know, EVP is electric, electronic voice phenomena is a really cool phenomena. How they are able to, how spirits or whatever these things are, are able to manipulate sound waves and, and ambient noises to make speech is unbelievable and it's what's weird is it's it's an intelligence behind it it's not just like random <coughs> excuse me it's not like it's random voices some of this stuff like you'll hear get out you'll hear help me you hear help me and get out a lot in investigate i don't know why but you do i think these help me's are just kind of like lost souls or something you know i, I really don't know but uh, i do get a lot of help me's and i do get a lot of get outs and investigations and it's really weird, but a lot of times you get intelligent responses to your questions. You'll be asking questions in, in an, an EVP session, and you'll get an intelligent response. And to get an intelligent response to something you can't see, um, very, very interesting. It's not like you're using radio waves or CB, CB radio or something. You just... You're just plugged into a digital voice recorder and you're catching these voices, you know, it's, it's and intelligently like you'd be at what's your name and it might say its name. Can you hear us? Yes. Uh, can you knock two times? Boom, but you'll hear knocks on the walls. Like we, we, we experienced it there. We experienced knocking on the wall. Um, the, the homeowner, cl uh, the client, you know, said Brendan, which he, he's one of our investigators. Now he became one of our investigators. And um, he says, you know, can you knock once for yes if you like me? Do you knock twice for a no if you don't like me? And sure enough, two knocks, boom, boom. And the last time I was there, I figured out where those knocks came from, which it came from inside the attic door. We were uh, messing around in there, and I said, you know, hey, Carl, that knocking came, you know, Bill, one of our investigators, had a recorder with him. I was in another room when I heard the knock, and, and Bill and Tom were in another room. And uh, they were in his son's room. And the knock was really clear where Bill and Tom were. But where I was, it sounded distant. And Bill's recorder picked it up, so I knew it happened in that room. So I'm, I have Carl just knocking around. I said, knock here, knock. He opened the attic door. He knocked inside the attic door on the door jam, and that's it. Was the sound? It was identical. I'm like, that's where the sound came from. I said it came from inside the attic door. That's why it was so clear on Bill's recorder. And it takes some investigating. You know, you really got to check things out when things like this happen. Where the hell did that come from? There was nobody in the attic, and we did record a anomaly in the attic 
on a, on a camera that Bill had. Uh, and it was a station actually called Two Anomalies, which was pretty, uh, one was a manifestation, another one was a like a manifestation. It was, uh, it was interesting. <coughs> Sorry about that, folks. I'm stuffy as hell today. Um, but yeah, there was two manifestations. One, there's a manifestation that just comes out of the dark. Uh, you, you see the video, there's nothing there. And all of a sudden, you see a manifestation of something coming out of out of the darkness it's it come it produces itself it, it manifests itself it, it it creates itself and it's there for a few seconds almost like it's looking at the camera and all of a sudden it's it goes back out of existence it's uh it's interesting now are these things on some kind of other dimension that's what i'm thinking that these things can you know move in and out of other dimensions there are other dimensions folks we live in in a two and three d you know three dimensional dimensions there are other dimensions they've been they're proven by scientists that there are other dimensions like fourth dimensions fifth dimensions there are these other dimensions so are these things traveling on these dimensions that's why i think in a lot of places when you go into a house you know there is activity but it's only at certain points because these things are traveling in and out of dimensions and i know it sounds totally crazy i am one of the most logical people when it comes to paranormal investigations i really like to sit down and and you know if something happens i definitely don't jump to conclusions that it's it's a ghost i don't go into a paranormal investigation thinking that this place is automatically haunted. You always have to take everything with a grain of salt and really dig into the paranormal investigation. Is there something paranormal? Is this are these banging noises? Are they uh, expansion and contraction of the house? Is it uh, animals that got a squirrel maybe got in the attic and or something? You know what I mean? You have to really take all this stuff into consideration. If you don't. You could go into the house and give people a lot of false positives, and then you got people using these stupid-ass phone apps. Uh, it drives me fucking crazy that I see people using these phone apps. Um, and, you know, I know some of these people listen to the podcast and, and hear me talking about it. I, I've talked to real engineers that build paranormal equipment, and they all said that the phone apps are a big pile of bullshit. But people are still using them in paranormal investigations. And, you know, they're using the ghost box, the Vox, the freaking stupid SLS that's not really an SLS camera system whatsoever. Uh, you know, it's just, God, it's well, it's irresponsible for one. And, and, and for two, you're making yourself look like a complete ass using that thing. But people are still using it. We have a case now that we're doing we're doing in july that some paranormal team went into a house using phone apps using stupid shit and you know telling these people there's 30 ghosts in the house and there's demons and there's you know they got rid of this ghost they got rid of that ghost give me give me a break you know like come on this shit is serious and you know they're coming about it like a television show or something i 
they shouldn't even be doing this stuff for you know for one but you know if you're out there looking to do this like it's a tv show then you're, you're definitely in it for all the wrong goddamn reasons you shouldn't even be doing it unfortunately you know a lot of paranormal groups they come and go that's just how it is you know and uh some people stay the course with this for a long time and some people don't that's just this is how it is um but people need to be very responsible what's going on when you're in an investigation especially when you're dealing with kids you're dealing with clients stuff is really important like (laughs) these are people's lives you're messing with you get telling them some false shit and things can get really bad one you're creating a uh an environment for the client now that they're afraid they're already afraid but you're you know you go in there talking about those demons and all this other crazy shit you're just making it a hell of a lot worse for them now you've just created an environment where they are super super scared and it just doesn't make any sense to do that whatsoever don't do that because like i said are there demonic things out here i don't know i've never seen any uh, some people will say they've seen them. I, I've never seen them. Some people say they've been in possessions and cases like that. I've never seen any of that kind of stuff, you know. I, and I'm not saying it's not real. Uh, it's highly possible. I, I really don't know. This is a phenomena that we don't understand. And uh, could something physically take your body over? I don't know. Is it scientifically possible? I don't know, but possession has been around for a long time. Um, kind of getting off the track of the case, but um, just trying to put it out there about these stupid freaking phone apps I keep seeing everybody using. It drives me crazy. It really does. It's, they're stupid. They're not. It's not paranormal equipment. It's a phone app. It's designed to listen to you. It's this SLS system is bullshit. And uh, if you're using those, if people out there are losing using them, and you're just getting into paranormal investigating don't use that shit be careful what you're doing these things can be dangerous there are things that can follow you home and paranormal shit will happen in your house it does happen it's happened to me uh you definitely have to tread lightly with this stuff it's a serious serious business it's not uh it's not a game it's not a tv show this shit is serious this stuff can get serious it can get dangerous and uh Anybody that'll tell you that's a real paranormal investigator will tell you you gotta tread you gotta tread very lightly in this stuff. You can't be doing a whole lot of provoking and and things like that. Um you, you gotta be careful. Especially if you're going to people's homes. You know, you gotta you gotta tread lightly with this stuff. There's kids involved, there's families involved, they're already scared. There's no sense in making them more afraid than they have to be. So back to the Clingerstown case interesting case things have really sparked up in this case and um we we're now starting to experience a lot of uh disembodied voices we heard a woman in the house out loud uh we had tv on brendan said a lot of things happen when he's just sitting there watching tv he'll hear footsteps tromping through the house upstairs which i experienced the footsteps in the house several times now so i did hear it i mean the house is small so if you hear footsteps coming through the house upstairs, you hear it. I mean, it's it's pretty loud on the floor, and you're like, yeah, that's definitely footsteps. And uh, the last time, well, second to the last, we've been there a bunch of times, uh, and we're 
steadily investigating more now because the activity has really increased. So we're trying to get a grip on what's really going on and trying to figure out what's really going on in the house. But uh what you know does someone die there or something you know we're getting really weird evps in the house you know like he killed me and things like that i've, I've heard i've heard a couple evps saying he killed me in the basement in the dining room we're actually catching uh evps on our cameras as well uh there was no one downstairs and we hear a voice in one of our cameras say uh i should have been dead and it, it's really weird we're upstairs the camera system that I'm using, the audio recording is very good up close, but if you get in a distance far away, it's really shit. It doesn't work that well. But anything close, it picks up really well. And this voice comes into the camera. It's a man's voice. Says, I should have been dead, like right into the camera. And there's no one there. We're upstairs. And the whole time when you're listening, watching this video on these cameras, <coughs> excuse me, you don't hear us upstairs. You can't hear us because the audio is not that good on it. But the the the, the, the video and audio is good. The video is great, but the audio kind of sucks at a distance. But anything close, it picks it up. And man, it picked up a, a bunch of really good voices close to the camera, really clear. One, like I said, one said I should have been dead. Uh, another one was like, "You hear, help me." And and one time. Tom's standing, Tom comes down to change some batteries or something, and he's changing batteries in his uh, recorder and some of his other equipment, and you hear a female say, hello, Tom, in the, in the uh, camera, and he doesn't even hear it, but it refers to him. Now, mind you, we don't have any women with us, and... Uh, we we I've heard the woman out loud too as well disembodied voice out loud like there was a woman standing there and uh, there was no women in the house his wife was gone it was just me the client and another investigator two other investigators and uh, what happened was he had the TV on as he said a lot of things happen when he has the TV on he's just watching TV and you hear all these noises and bangs and. So he has the TV on, the volume's down really low. And he said, well, right before he says something, he said, he said you want, uh, Tom said, you want to go upstairs? And I was like, yeah, yeah, what the hell, I don't care. And as soon as he says that, we hear a female voice said, turn the TV off. And Brendan's like, I'll go turn the TV off. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm like, did you just hear a woman's voice? And uh, Brendan said, no, I, I said, I'll turn the TV off. And I was like, no, no, no. Before that, I heard a woman say, turn the TV off. And, and Tom looked at me and goes, yeah, I heard that too. I heard a woman. And I'm like, it was a woman's voice, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, it definitely wasn't you, Brendan. I said, there's no way it was you. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, dude, I'm positive. And we played her quarterback. And you hear it right before he says it. It says, turn the TV off. And then he goes, well, I'll, I'll turn the TV off when we go upstairs. And it's, it's, I mean, it's awesome. It's a disembodied voice. It's loud. It's audibly, it's incredible. And there is no women with this, but you hear a woman say, turn the TV off. It's very cool. And uh, we went upstairs and things just got even progressively 
weirder that night. I was plugged into my headphones, uh, listening to for EVPs, live EVP, and uh, I'm in the daughter's room, and something grabs the headphone on my left ear and pulls it off, and it pops down onto the side of my head, and I'm like, "Whoa, what the hell?" He said, "What is it? Dude, something just pulled the headphone off of my ear." He's like, really? And I didn't hear it at the time, but the recorder picked up a voice saying, "I." Uh, it was very, very cool. It just validated that it did happen. I knew it happened because I felt it pop back, you know, it pulled off my ear and popped back down on my face. And I'm like, wow, that was very, very cool. And um, we actually captured another voice in there. Uh, it says some derogatory stuff that I'm not going to say on here, but, um, and it was referring to me and Brendan and I did not hear and that voice is so clear. It's like, there's another man in the room with us and I didn't hear it and he didn't hear it. I was like, did you hear that voice? And he's like, I didn't hear it until I, I actually went home the next day and was listening through the audio going over review with the stuff that happened. And I did not hear it until I was reviewing. And I listened to that, and I'm like, what? I did not hear that. And I gave Brendan a call. I was like, did you ever hear that That when we were in, in your daughter's room? He goes, I didn't hear that. I said, you hear that man's voice, right? He goes, yeah. I said, that's not my voice, and that's certainly not your voice. He's like, oh, my God, what the hell is that? I'm like, I don't know, man, but that is definitely a voice that, I don't know how I didn't hear it when it happened, but it sounded really, really close to me in the recorder. And uh, it definitely had a derogatory statement between to, directed at me and Brendan. Um, it, it was it was crazy. And uh, that's when we started getting knocking noises. And uh, we, we, we wound up capturing a manifestation in the attic. Bill caught it on one of his cameras. And... Uh, he sent it to me. He's like, what the hell is this thing? And I'm like, wow. And the second infestation happens, uh, Bill's in the attic, and he's uh, you know, stopping his recording system and starting it over again. And he's walking back toward the stairs. He goes down the stairs, and you see this thing. I don't know what it is. It looks like, um, well, it looks like a kid to me. It, it's small. And it goes, it comes out of the dark and comes behind Bill and right down the steps behind him like it's following him. And uh, it's a really cool piece of evidence that uh, I've seen. I'm like, wow. And he Bill's like, that's, that's crazy. I don't know what the hell that is. And uh, I tell you what, I went and bought one of those camera systems after I seen that on his. I'm like, I got to have one of these. And I, I bought one. So. I have one now, he has one, so we're going to really start, you know, plastering some areas with his cameras, and um, it was interesting to catch it on something like that. I did not expect that, and we got it, which is cool. I'm like, this is very, very cool. Um, but here, rec here recently, uh, last week, uh, the client called me, and he's like, I finally seen it. 
And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I seen it today, broad daylight. Seen the uh, the manifestation in the house. He seen it uh, up on the second floor. Uh, he said he was uh, sitting in his chair watching TV, and he hears stomping coming through the hallway upstairs. There's no one upstairs. He's hearing stomping, like heavy, you know, footsteps, boom, 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 coming through the hallway. He said, I looked at everyone, he said, what the hell was that? He said, look, he leaned back in his chair, and where his chair is, is situated, he can lean back and he can look up his stairs to the second floor. So he said he leans back in the chair, and he's looking up the stairs, and there's this figure. It's bent over. It's There's a wall where stairs go up on each side, and it was bent over at the wall looking down at him so he's looking up and it's looking down at him and he said it was uh, black and it had a uh, kind of like a glowing aura around it like a really weird aura around it it was it was glowing and he said it looked at, he said it seemed like it was a couple minutes but it was only a few seconds but it was there it was looking you could tell it was looking at him but it was it didn't have any facial features it was just black he said and all of a sudden it it just ducked back out and, and it was gone. But he actually made contact with it. And then he called me again yesterday uh, on Friday night. And we talked for a while. My phone died right in the middle of talking. So if you're listening to this, Brendan, sorry, but my phone died. Um, he seen it yesterday during the day again, this time at the front door where his brother was attacked by well, not attacked, but he was grabbed and spun back around into the house. Um, he's seen it again. This time he sees it. It's at the door, and it's there, this silhouette. And he said, and it got so bright that it was like, it like blinded his eyes. And he kind of like rubbed his eyes because it was like this blinding light around it. And when that happened, he said he opened his eyes back up, and the thing... Uh, went into itself and disappeared almost like uh, anybody that's up in age you know back in the day we had the uh, the tube tvs and when you would turn it off the picture would go inside of itself and there'd be like a little dot in the middle of the tv and then it would finally fade out well this is what this entity did it it kind of like closed in on itself and it disappeared and he said, again, it had this illuminating light around it, but this time it was like a rainbow kind of light around it that was really bright and illuminating. And it, he said it got so bright that he, he couldn't see. He said it, was, it, it blinded him for a few seconds. He was like, what the hell was that? And when he opened his eyes back up, it was kind of going back into itself, and it just blinked out of existence. <clears throat> that's, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Uh, we're going back, going back up there, and uh, we will be putting some cameras out. And I definitely, I'm going to leave them there, and we're going to try to catch this thing on film. I want to get this thing on film really bad. I want to get it. I'm going to get it on film. Um, I just want it for the whole, the whole part of, of the research aspect of it that People can see this stuff really exists. I, I have a black mask that I've caught on, on film. I talk about it a lot on here because I think it's one of the most amazing pieces of evidence probably I've ever caught. 
in paranormal investigating. Um, but to have something like that where you see a figure, you know, back then, camera systems weren't really that good. They were grainy. They were shit. They weren't very good. Uh, but the cameras we have now are all high definition, really clear. And I really would like to get something like this on film now so you can really see in better detail what these things look like um if you can get these things on the, the cameras we have now phew, dude game changer i mean you're gonna see a whole lot of a lot better picture different things that you've never seen before and this is a good opportunity in a house like this where we can probably catch this thing on video caught this other manifestation on another camera system that's shooting in three-dimensional which is really cool um bill's camera was shooting in three-dimensional when we when we caught it it was in 3d uh very very cool mapping 3d system and uh, i wound up buying one and i've, I've been testing it out of my house it's, that thing is freaking awesome i love it it's a new 2023 model too so it's got a lot of upgrades to it which is awesome um it was expensive as shit but you know this is what you this is the kind of stuff you you know you got to buy this kind of stuff if you want to try to capture it on film so i mean not like you're going to capture a ghost and put it in a trap but it's capturing it on film uh <clears throat> i think it's going to be a game changer with this kind of thing you know it's been around for a while but you know this newer stuff they're putting into it it's 3d mapping is really cool um and it's definitely you definitely leave it like a static camera and what bill called on there was very very cool i was i was shocked when i did it and uh because he sends like what the you know it's like wtf is that you know and i'm like i don't know what that is but it's very cool i mean it's coming into existence it's popping out of existence it's it's uh it's pretty awesome it's, it's some things that are involved in this paranormal thing that we really we really don't understand um it's not a it's not a simple thing to explain it's this stuff is very complex and on a level we're not ready to comprehend yet uh a lot of paranormal investigators are experiencing this phenomenon if you're really out there investigating you're experiencing it uh, i don't know what some of the purposes of people out here with what they're doing as far as paranormal wise if they're trying to gather evidence or they're just doing it for a ghost hunt you know uh, i don't hunt ghosts that's not what i do i'm a paranormal investigator i investigate paranormal phenomena i'm not a ghost hunter um i think it's it's more professional to say that you're investigating paranormal phenomena you're researching it you're documenting it if you're going out just for the thrill of it i don't really know what your purpose is i mean you're you're kind of playing with fire with stuff like that um now we do do fun paranormal investigations but also we're in these investigations we're gathering data data as well it's not just we're running around in the dark with flashlights and provoking things and stuff like that we're gathering data and evidence to try to figure out you know what the hell's going on that was weird what the hell was that um 
me get a shot of this coffee real quick. Ah, damn, that's that's good shit. Um, but yeah, we're trying to gather evidence, and and the more we gather, I mean, I have files and files of paranormal things, um, audio, video, you name it. I, I have it when it comes to paranormal investigating. Um, and this this Clingerstown haunting thing is uh, it's interesting, man. There is a lot of stuff that's ramped up from when we first initially went to this house till now, and it's been couple years now we've been investigating this uh this little farmhouse it's just a little farmhouse and i i can't explain what something happened there i don't know what it is but uh far as research wise it doesn't really give you a whole lot we do know a female passed away in the house and i'm thinking that's the woman we're hearing um she wasn't murdered or anything but uh she did pass away in and there's a lot of we def I definitely heard her without a doubt. It was a disembodied voice of a woman. She seems really nice. Um, not to say that you know that's what it is, but it could be something posing to be something else. You know what I mean? It could be something mimicking a woman's voice, or you know, it's that's the thing with this stuff. It's really unpredictable, and and we don't understand it. But there's a there's definitely a phenomena there. And you just don't know what the hell these things are. Are they dangerous? It's possible. It, it's already been physical a couple of times in the house. Uh, the homeowner just got scratched recently upstairs, and he, did, he could not explain what happened. Uh, bathroom doors slamming. I mean, I've yet to see that happen when I'm there, but it definitely happens because I definitely believe the wife. I definitely believe Brendan. Uh, Brendan is a, uh, a veteran of the United States Army, so very, very dependable guy. Um, very nice guy. He's a very kind-hearted guy. Um, and, you know, the things that are going on in that house, I think they're starting to affect him, uh, definitely uh, affect his well-being. Um, he's... You know, right now he's just trying to wrap his whole head around what the hell is really going on because things are really wrapped, ramped up in the house. So, and we're trying to figure it out as well. Can you bring in someone to try to get rid of it? It's possible. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's possible or it's not. I'm not going to say it is because I've been in a lot of investigations. We've had a lot of priests and people blessing homes and you know the stuff never never really went away it just got worse after a while it went away for some of them go away for a while the activity you know decreases and then all of a sudden it ramps back up and why you know what I mean why i mean you can't tell someone you're going to get rid of something when you really can't understand and see what the hell is going on i never tell a client that I can get rid of these things because I I really can't give a guarantee if it's going to go or it's not going to go. You know what I mean? It's it's either going to go or things are going to get worse. You have a 50-50 chance. Is it going to work? Maybe. 50-50. Is it going to not work? Maybe. You know, there are no definitive 
things here that you know you're gonna say you can get rid of it just it's not gonna work that way i'm telling you it's just not it's uh an unpredictable unpredictable phenomenon that we really truly don't have a grasp on what the hell creates it what it, is it someone is it someone that died and somehow their physical body's gone but the subconscious mind lives on is that the case i seem to think it is uh just because of the things that i've experienced the communication between myself and this unseen phenomena that's highly intelligent and and talks and uh it's 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 mind-blowing you know what i mean like you you're in the dark i know it seems like silly as shit but <clears throat> you're in the dark and you're asking questions of something that's not there physically that you can't see and you're getting responses to this person or whatever whatever the hell it is i don't i really don't know what it is but it's strange and you know you're you're getting responses to this stuff intelligently there's some other intelligence that's going on here whether it's alien technology or it's real ghosts or it's a loved one that's passed on that's communicating you know without a body anymore which it's crazy uh you know you really sit down and think about it and you're like how the hell is this phenomenon even possible how does someone communicate now without a body you don't have a voice box anymore your your physical body is gone everything is gone and that's the sad thing about death i mean we're all going to be there one day it's all going to happen we're all going to take that journey we're all going to die that's uh that's a fact you know we're born to die um I think that's the scary part about life in general is, you know, I guess once you get that in your head that, you know, you're definitely going to die one day, it's going to happen. Uh, once you accept that, I think it makes it a little better. Um, I guess I've, I've been afraid to die for since I was a kid. And uh, I'm starting to come to the you know realization that there is something else out here. And uh, the paranormal investigations and helping people have made me feel better about there is something else after you die. I don't know what it is. Is it heaven? Is it hell? Uh, is, it, is it dimensional? I don't know, but I definitely think that there's something else out there after you pass away that, uh, you know, the physical body's gone, but somehow the energy in your body and your subconscious mind, you know, it lives on it, it truly does there's still this intelligence that moves on to this other dimension this other step of life you know what i mean it's it's more than it's bigger than we know you know what i mean this is way bigger than we really really know um and that's the fascinating part about what we do is this stuff is so much bigger than what we know um uh, I, unfortunately, I've never seen uh, one of my loved ones come back from the dead and talk to me and see him in person. And, you know, I'd love for that to happen. 
I've never had it happen. Um, people say they come to you in dreams and things like that. I have, I have had weird dreams about family members, but, you know, I was thinking about them at that time. And you, you start thinking about people that you love that passed away. You're probably going to dream about them as well. Um, and I think that's what happened. You know, a lot of psychic mediums will say they come to you in your sleep, you know, sleep is you know, in a dream state. They can communicate with you better. That might be so. You know what I mean? I I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't have an answer to it. And I don't think anybody really does. I know the the, the uh, phenomena exists for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm experiencing it. I have experienced it. I've seen really weird things. Um, now, like I said, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes along the way with uh, paranormal investigating. But I've definitely learned from them. And uh, I'm not the greatest paranormal investigator that ever walked the face of the planet, but I do care about what I do. And uh, I'm not going to give somebody a bullshit uh, explanation of something. I really want to figure this stuff out. I'm not a scientist. Uh, the stuff that we do as a pseudoscience, it's not even considered a science. Um, it's considered a, a pseudoscience, but scientists don't look at it as a real science you know what i mean they they don't even touch on it because they can't understand it themselves so you know they're not going to touch on something that they can't recreate in a lab somewhere it would be uh, amazing to, to recreate a paranormal event <clears throat> but we don't have enough understanding of it to even attempt to recreate a paranormal event we have no idea that these things are unpredictable uh you never know when they're going to happen how it's going to happen, you know, I've said it a million times, you know, you don't, you just don't know when it's going to happen. Why did it happen now? You know I mean? You would be in the case and all of a sudden, you know, that things happen all night and then all of a sudden you hear a voice come out of thin air, disembodied voice. Why did that happen then? Why didn't it happen the whole night while you're investigating? It happens when you're breaking down or you know, you're just getting started. You don't even have you don't even have anything set up yet, and you'll hear a voice out loud. Why did it happen then? You know what I mean? Like, what caused that manifestation of an EVP to happen at that particular time? What environmental conditions happened to create that phenomenon? We don't know. We know EMF is involved. We know static energy is involved. Um, but that's about, you know, we know that they can manipulate sound waves. They can manipulate energy. It, it's such a, I'm telling you, folks, you get into this stuff. It's like when they talk about going down a rabbit hole, you're going down a goddamn rabbit hole. Like it's not a, it's, that's a, a serious statement. When you, you hear someone say you're going down a rabbit hole, your ass is going down a rabbit hole when you get into paranormal investigations. If you're really into it and you're really, researching and and doing your review it, it is a rabbit hole there is no doubt about it man you're going into you're going into wonderland it's it's amazing uh you'll have more questions than answers i've i've been doing it a long time and i have way more questions than answers i really do i know this phenomenon exists without a doubt a thousand percent it exists are they ghosts in some levels i think there are things that 
like I said, these people that pass away, their subconscious mind lives on. But it's answering things in, in, in some of these cases that are directly involved with people that lived in the house, people that lived there, people that died there, family members, names. I can't explain that. I cannot explain that. I don't know the history of the house, and I'm asking things, and, and it's giving you names, and you start researching it, and then these names are associated with the house, and you're like, how is this even possible? How does somebody die? They're no longer here, but they're here. You know what I mean? It's just, it's so wild, man. Like, this stuff is so wild, and it will have your head spinning like linda blair and the exorcist i mean it, it's crazy it is totally crazy and the more you do it the more wild shit happens you know and you're just shaking your head you'll go home shaking your head like i can't believe this shit just happened like i can't believe we're experiencing this phenomena and uh it, it's amazing it's truly amazing i'm gonna get brendan on here talking about his um his experiences and i'll let you guys hear it you know firsthand from him and let him describe it because what he was describing to me was is pretty amazing and um you know it's just weird it's totally weird like you're trying to head around this shit and you're like what is it you know what i mean what is why is it black like, is there not enough energy to uh, manifest and, and do things? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. Is there not enough energy to produce what it looked like? You know what I mean? What it looked like in real life. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's why it's black, because it doesn't have enough energy to produce what it used to look like. You know what I mean? Or this person it was. <clears throat> Which is, it's crazy, because I've seen these black things quite a few times, uh, probably around three or four times, and I cannot explain uh, what the hell they are. I don't know what they are. I cannot tell you what they are. Are they people that were alive at one point, and uh, now they're ghosts? I, I really don't know. I know I've seen them on three or four different occasions, and kind of unnerving you're almost like in a trance when you see one you don't you know you can't really move it's it's weird i know you know people let's say a lot of different things about seeing shadow people but man when you see one like close you're frozen man um i hear a lot of people oh i'll go running after it yeah yeah sure you will um i'll believe it when i see it because i'm telling you one thing i've seen it and i was for i've seen it more than one time and i was frozen like i couldn't my body functions were not moving. I was like looking at this thing and it's looking at me and I'm, I'm, dude, I was freaked out. I'm not even gonna lie. I was just standing there like, what's going to happen next? Like, I don't know if this thing can kill me or hurt me or anything. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird ass thing. You start seeing this kind of stuff and you, you can't explain it. And then it just disappears into nothing. I mean, what, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? What is that? That's why I love talking about paranormal things and the stuff that I've experienced because I've experienced a shit ton of stuff over the years that I really can't explain. And I'm, I've been fortunate. I think, you know, people that, that experience this kind of stuff, you're lucky. 
you're really lucky and it's a gift to be honest it's a it's a gift that you experience this kind of phenomena of people seeing if you've seen a full-bodied apparition in your life um i it's you're really lucky you're really lucky and, and it's a blessing that you've seen it you were meant to see it for some reason uh, i think all this stuff is for a reason some of these cases that we do uh, i think you're there for a purpose you're you're definitely picked to be in that location and experience the phenomena you're experiencing it's it's like a it's like a choosing of people they want to, to. it's it's weird i know i'm sounding kooky but there's just so many weird things that are involved with it um like i said man you're going down a rabbit hole you're down the rabbit hole in in wonderland with it and the more and more you do it, the more and more questions you have. And I just want an answer. I, I really want an answer to it. Um, <clears throat> and I strive to try to find one with all the stuff. I just keep compiling it and documenting it, keep compiling it. And I put it on file. And like I said, if anybody has a problem, I'm bullshitting. Hey, I can produce every piece of evidence that I have of what I'm talking about. I have it. If I said it happened, it happened, and uh, I'm not I'm not here to bull. I don't make any money off of this podcast. I do it because I like talking about paranormal things. I like to educate people about paranormal things. And uh, if there's people out there that are just getting into it, just be careful. Uh, be careful what you wish for because sometimes these things can follow you home, and uh, it can be a nightmare in your own home. It can be very very scary. Uh, there are things, you know, I, I, you know, I like investigating, but I wouldn't want to live in a haunted house because it, it's kind of like an invasion of your privacy. It's like you have this unseen, uh, visitor in your house, this intruder, and you can't see it. It can see you and it can communicate with you, but you can't see it, which is the whole creep factor, like the invisible man kind of thing, you know. Uh, you have this this invisible intruder in your home, and you really don't know what it's capable of doing. Or, you know, if you're in the shower, or you're, you know, you're in, you could be in there just taking a dump or something. And you know, there's somebody standing here watching me take a shit or something. You know, that's just like weird. You know what I mean? Like if you're being intimate with your wife, or you know, I mean, it's just like it's like you have no privacy, and, and that's not cool. You know, that's really not cool to have to live like that and wonder and worry if this thing is watching you at all times. And it could be, it really could be. We don't, we don't know. And are these things dimensional? I would seem to think they're dimensional. I think there's these, like I said, I think they're on these other dimensions and that's why you don't see them a lot. They're popping in and out of these dimensions. They're, I mean, my guess is as good as the next person's. Um, I don't try to be TV about it, but I mean, I don't have an explanation for it. Um, I think TV is a bunch of bullshit and, you know, it's just for ratings. Um, I'd love to do a TV show and really do to the real brass tacks about paranormal things. And it's just sometimes, you know, you're sitting in the house all night and you can hear a mouse pissing on a piece of cotton. It's so quiet. But then when you go home, you start reviewing things and you're like, Holy shit, I got 
uh, EVP here. I got a voice here. I got, you know, banging going on here. And I, I didn't even hear that when we were there. And uh, it, it's amazing that you experience it and you capture it. You didn't even know you captured it. You know, you go home and say, hey, man, like, that night sucked. We didn't have shit happen. But then when you go home, you start reviewing and shit did happen. You just didn't see it or you just didn't hear it. But your your recording device has captured it. And uh, that's the amazing part about it. They're sneaky as hell. They're very sneaky. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll creep in on you. And the next thing you know, you, you capture something. And that's the, the cool part. That's the reward behind the investigation. And the reward also is to see how happy the clients are when you've, you're validating this phenomena to them because they think they're crazy sometimes. They're, they're, they don't know what's going on. They're freaking out. They don't know what the hell is going on. They're just like, wow, I, I, I'm glad I, you know, I got this validation that, yeah, you experienced the phenomena that I'm experiencing, which is awesome, you know, and that's a validation. That's what we're there for. We're there to validate their claims. And, you know, give them some kind, some kind of consultation of, hey, everything's going to be okay. Let's not freak out. Let's look at this on a logical level. You know what I mean? Let's, I know it's not logical, but you need to take a logical uh, step to it and try to figure it out. Uh, the more you freak out with something like this, the worse it gets. Because um, now, you, you know, these people, these clients are creating their own kind of weird manifestations in their head that there's demons and there's things and that's where the whole thing comes in with some of these paranormal groups is you know they're creating they're manifesting an evil presence in someone's house and there's really not an evil presence it's just something there you know what i mean because you hear knocking on the wall <coughs> damn, damn cold um you hear knocking on the wall or Someone gets scratched, or maybe you smell a foul smell, you know, that you can't explain. That doesn't mean it's a demon. Not at all. I mean, you've got to have a lot of evidence to back up the claims of demonic happenings, or demonic haunts, and things like that. But the television thing has got it so blown out of proportion, like, you know, that, that you know you get scratched it's it's a it's a ghost you know three knocks on the wall it's a it's demonic uh, three scratches it's demonic i've been scratched three times i've heard three knocks in the house uh i've had all this shit happen foul smells nothing bad ever happened to me um and i didn't see a demon rise up out of the floor i didn't see lucifer himself not to say that these things don't exist. I'm not saying that. Uh, I Because I don't know if they do or they don't. I'm just telling you what I've experienced, the things I've experienced. And I've never experienced a demonic haunting. Never. I've had shit that scares you. Um, and I think it's it does it almost like a kick or something to scare you. Um, like they're getting a kick out of it. But to say it was demonic... Nah, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not. I don't have enough proof to validate that. I mean, you gotta have a lot of proof to validate that. But there's paranormal groups that go into places and say, "Hey, oh, you got a demon because our phone app, uh, Ghost Tube, that's the famous one uh, that everybody's using. Is this stupid ass fucking Ghost Tube app that I like to shove up the people's ass that created that? Um, it, it's a pile of shit." But people are using it 
in these investigations in people's homes and saying that their house is haunted. Dude, if, if you're a paranormal group out there and you're doing that shit, you need to stop, man. Like, this is shit is shit. This stupid phone app that, you know, you're, you're fucking with people's lives. Man. This is somebody's house. This is somebody's family. There's kids involved. There's families involved. And you're going in with your stupid phone app that has a, a not a real SLS system in the phone. The phone's not designed to have a mapping system in it. Sorry to tell you that. That shoots out like an SLS real system. You're an XLS system. Doesn't have that. Doesn't have 3D mapping in it. And, uh, you know, they're using it. Picking up, uh, you know, a chandelier or a handle on a door, and oh, there's a ghost there. there there's, there's, this is the thirtieth ghost we've seen. Come on, man. Come on with that bullshit. You need to stop. And you know, this is serious business to me. It's serious. Like this is a serious business, and you know, uh, and it's not a business. This is just a way of life for us, for paranormal investigators. I mean, this is a way of life. This is what we do. Um. So for people to use that shit and then go into somebody's house and you're basically conjuring up 30 ghosts that aren't there. That's basically what you're doing. Cause there are those stupid phone apps are picking up just anomalous bullshit. And people are saying that they're ghosts. They're not ghosts. The phone app. If you, if people have listened out here, if you're having paranormal events in your home and you call out a paranormal group, and they bust out a cell phone with ghost tube on it. You better kick their asses out the front door. That's all I'm telling you. They, you pull up that stupid thing or that. I mean, there's so many ghost apps, the ghost radar, all this bullshit. You see them do that. You better kick them out of their, out of your house quick and get them the hell going because they're not real paranormal investigators. They're a bunch of bullshit. They are bullshit to the third power. Um, it's ridiculous. You know, they're not going to help you. They're going to make things a hell of a lot worse. And they're going to tell you some bullshit that there's 30 ghosts. You know, you got a couple demons. They're, they're going to exercise those there. They're going to get them out of there. That's well, going to happen. Not. Definitely not going to happen. But this is the kind of shit that we deal with. Real paranormal investigators deal with on a, on a daily basis. And, you know, we lose cases to people like this because they're out here telling clients they're going to get rid of shit. And that's what people want. People want you to get rid of these things. But the whole truth of the matter is you can't get rid of these things. They're, it's not as easy as people say they are, you know, oh, we're going to sprinkle some fairy dust in here and this shit's going to be gone today. No, no, I don't give a shit what anybody says. I've been in hundreds of, of cases, uh, hundreds and hundreds of cases, and the shit never got any better. It only got, it only got worse, and then the people had to move. I mean, like I said, it got, it quieted down in, in some frequency, but then, man, it came back with, with a vengeance and got worse, and I never tell anybody that I'm going to get rid of something in the house. Like, if they want to bring in clergy or something like that, sure, I'll do that on their request. But I won't say that I can get rid of a ghost because we do not understand this phenomenon whatsoever. And for me to, to tell you that I can come into your house and get rid of shit is just, it's not even logical. And uh, 
it's not even ethical for me to say something like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it and I'm not going to do it. I'll help you as best I can, you know, consultate you, get you the evidence you need that. Yeah, you do have paranormal phenomena going on in the house. There are things in here that we cannot explain that are going on. Um, and I will exhaust everything I can to get down to the brass tacks of, yes, that is real paranormal phenomena. I cannot explain how that voice came out of thin air and said something, or that thing moved by itself. Just, I, it's, that's how I'm going to go about how I do things. I'm not going to, this ain't a TV show. This is real life for me and my team. And, uh, we're going to give you the truth about shit. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass and tell you I'm going to get rid of things because that's not what I do. Um, unfortunately, everybody wants it to be a movie. You know what I mean? Even people like that listen to these podcasts and they have all these guests on there and they're, you know, demonologists and exorcists and things. And I've had, I've had exorcists on my show and uh, I, I like the part of it that fascinates me is that these are things that I've never experienced. Maybe they, these exorcists, you know, like Bill Bean and all those guys have, uh, have experienced this kind of stuff. I've just never experienced, experienced it whatsoever. Um, I've been in a house where I felt negative, you know what I mean? Sure. You know, it feels negative because you're having weird shit and you're in the dark. Uh, your mind can play a lot, a lot of head games, a lot of tricks on you. And uh, if you let it, it can it can create a serious problem with you. It can create medical issues. Uh, <laughs> you name it, man. Your your brain is a powerful, powerful uh, computer, man, that can create a whole lot of weird shit that you never thought possible. So, you know, it's our job to come in and dilute what's real and what's not real. You know what I mean? We got to come in and, and diagnose the problem. Is there some kind of paranormal phenomena going on? debunking you know was that bang uh, the house settling was that bang something fell over was that bang outside these are all things that we have to debunk before we can ever declare something to be paranormal some people go in the house and hear you know a, a mouse running around in the ceiling or something and think it's footsteps and you know you would be able to distinguish between this kind of stuff and unfortunately man the paranormal field has a lot of good investigators it has a lot of good investigators. It really does, but it has a lot of bullshit people too. And these are the groups that don't last. These are the teams that don't last. They, they just run around and they'll go do the pay investigations. Their, their whole, that's their whole MO is doing pay investigations. I don't do that. We do a pay investigation just for fun. Uh, but we're still collecting data for the fun investigation. We are collecting stuff and, if we have guests along, we we do want them to experience something paranormal to let them know. If they've never experienced anything paranormal, hey, if something happens paranormal, it's good because it lets them know that there there's this this other world out there that it's there. You can't see it, but just because you can't see it, that doesn't mean it's not there. That's a good quote that I like to say. Just because you can't see it, that doesn't mean it's not there because it's there. And it's real. There's a real phenomena of paranormal ghosts, whatever these entities are, whether they're UFOs or uh, you know aliens or ghosts, whatever they are. But it's definitely there. It's it's a real phenomena. 
and uh i love it and i love talking about it and i like every part of paranormal aspects ufos and uh cryptids uh even werewolves like the government has a is involved in a lot of shit when it comes to paranormal phenomena i mean they they hired bigelow to do a lot of things with uh with ghosts and paranormal things and uh i even read somewhere that the government has even been into researching werewolves and and things like that i know that sounds totally totally crazy but you know i've talked to legitimate people that i know that have seen like these dogmen looking things and um i definitely believe everything they said because i know these people and i know that they're not full of shit and they had these experiences and they seen them and they couldn't explain what they seen but there are these dogmen looking things there are all these there are these bigfoot creatures that are out there that people are experiencing uh you know the sightings are worldwide and, and across the united states across the world so you know it's kind of like this thing you know one person seen it maybe eh, you're talking thousands of people are seeing these things it's not like it's one person seeing it thousands of people are seeing it and our government will definitely try to dilute and hide everything about it uh they don't want you to know that these things are out there because they don't want you to be afraid just like ufos and this stuff's all coming to surface now the roswell incident you know oh that didn't happen you know back in the 40s now it's come to light it really happened uh so or is the government hiding all this shit of course they are they don't want to they don't want the public to be frantic yeah how much shit they hide from 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 the citizens of the united states behind everything ufos i mean you gotta you gotta think uh, I'm, I'm a big i'm really big into ufos i really like reading it hearing people's experiences with ufos i like i said i'm a ufo i know what i seen i saw it i wish i would have had a video camera back then but they didn't have cell phones back then when i was a kid that you could record this kind of shit but if i could have recorded it it would have been an amazing event um is there are there aliens out there a hundred percent yeah for sure there is other life on other planets you have to have a really, really feeble mind to think that there is not other life forms. If we're here, there are billions and billions of planets with life on them, without a doubt. We don't even know how big the universe is. We have not a clue. You hear scientists talking about, oh, what's this, it's that. They have no understanding of the universe. Just like we have hardly any understanding of paranormal phenomena, they have no idea how many planets are out there how many planets have life on it what's their capabilities of reaching earth they have no idea i can tell you one thing there's definitely ufos here there's definitely aliens here and they've been here for thousands of years it's not like they just started coming they've been coming to this planet for thousands and thousands of years uh to think that they haven't you know that's just stupid you're not even thinking logical and this is, and I'm, I'm not, and I'm not talking like it's um, you're watching a TV show, you know, and you're basing your theory off of that. I've seen this shit firsthand. I've seen a UFO go from nothing, from sitting still, 
they're out of sight. I mean, I seen the direction it took off in. It made no sound, and it moved so fast. Like, it zipped out of sight in, in literally less than a second. And I'm talking, it, it traveled thousands of miles in less than a second, out of sight. No sound. They're in an aircraft that we have now, back then, or ever, that can move with that speed without someone being totally crushed and liquefied in about two seconds. Like, there's no way someone could withstand that G-Force. And there's definitely some other kind of technology that's involved with these crafts, which uh, Bob Lazar has definitely, you know, he's huge, huge, huge factor in the UFO business right now because, or anybody to that matter, because anybody that's worked out of Area 51 and seen these crafts, you know, Pretty amazing, man. The guys, the guy has a, a huge wealth of knowledge, and you know they tried to silence silence him, man. But he did the smart thing, and he went public with it. it was smart because it it protects him. It protects him from the government trying to get him, and uh, totally erase his life. Like, in other words, get rid of his ass because he had a lot of information. And he's put a lot of information out here, and the government is still fucking with him. They're still fucking with him. They're still trying to get his ass. And uh, thank God that he went public with it. You know what I mean? Thank God he it saved his life. I guarantee you, if he wouldn't have went public with that, his ass would be gone. So, well, you know what, folks? This has been an interesting little uh, Sunday morning uh, sit-down. Uh, sipping here on my coffee. Take another shot of this. Oh, yeah, it's been fun, folks. It's been fun. Thank you for tuning in with me on the Paranormal Journal podcast on this Sunday morning sit-down. It has been fun. I will definitely be back next week. Maybe we'll do something Friday night live. So uh, come on back Friday night. We'll probably do something live. And then I'll come back on a Sunday and do the uh, Sunday morning sit-down, grab a cup of coffee, and have, have a Sunday morning sit-down with me, and we'll talk paranormal. So, guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a terrific week. And I will see you next week on the other side. Some questions all of my life, but every answer I get, none of them I ever like. No, I know we all living up on borrowed time, but it keep me up late at night and got me wondering why. Oh, I'm just looking for a reason. I don't need something to believe in. I just want life to have meaning. So I ain't wasting all my time. So will I sit you on the other side? Memories. 
Are you loving that life you've been living? Have you been taking more than you've been giving? You wanna grow the love you got to see it if you wanna leave that legacy. That will conclude our broadcast of the Paranormal Journal podcast. Have a great night.